Welcome back to Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two best friends giggle, snort, recap, and review their way through a new romance novel each week. This week, we're finishing up our discussion about Molly Harper's How to Flirt with a Naked Werewolf. So let's get right to it. <laughs> Hi, mouthful Aaron. Whoa, Melody. I watched Aaron shove an entire, I don't even want to call it a cracker, because it's got to be three inches across. Like Ooh, it's large. one of those fuck off crackers. It's not like a polite little no. trick. It was not a one bite cracker, but I, I made it a one bite cracker. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, remember when you asked me for landscaping advice and I found it to be hilarious because I might have a pretty yard, but I have no concept of landscaping. Sure. You were like, everybody's making fun of me because I put in these things and like they look really random and and do I need mulch? I put in a rose bush and I was showing everybody that I put in a rose bush and how good it looked. Yeah, it did look good. my friends were laughing at me because they're like, oh, your landscaping is very avant-garde. It's just out there (laughs) in the middle. And it's not. It's like it was it was equidistant between two bushes, I thought. And not to mention that everything looks weird when it's in baby form. Yeah, because it's small. You have to wait until it's a full-grown bush, and then right. it looks like it's supposed to be there. So, like, that's right. just how it works. But I was like, I was like, no, don't get me wrong. My yard is always pretty, but that's just because when we moved in, the person who lived here before me had a very sculpted idea of landscaping. And so he was like, two rose bushes and a an evergreen, and then a something Ooh. else and a something else. And then we moved in in like November. And then when spring came around, I was like, what the fuck? There's no spring flowers. So Mm -hmm. I just went and I got every bulb at Lowe's possible. And I just started putting them places. And so there's always an eruption of color, but it makes no sense whatsoever. And then this year, I went out one morning. I was watering the plants and everything. And I look over. And I just see this volunteer tomato in my friend's yard. What does that mean? (laughs) So a regular tomato is a tomato that you get and you plant and you have ideas for. A volunteer tomato is a plant that some sort of seed somewhere decided it was going to make its mark and it just comes up randomly from like the year before. I don't know how this thing, though, went from the back of my yard all the way to the front of my yard. So you have tomatoes. Yeah, I have tomatoes in the back. But they're they're just far. Yeah, they're they're in my backyard, in my backyard garden. I'll have to post a picture because it's hilarious. It's like, it's like lily plant, flower, beautiful things, <laughs> and then just tomato. And the tomato, to get away from the lily plants and everything else has like snaked its way outside of the little like wrought iron fence situation in the front and has become a vine that just (gasps) droops out and is actually bearing tomatoes. I picked one today. At first, I thought I was going to move it. And then I was just like, no, this is too funny. It has to stay. Did I ever tell you about the time that pumpkins erupted all over Bradley's campus? No. (laughs) 
one year this is this somebody is how went pumpkin smashing didn't they? incredible bradley university this oh, is boy. this is gonna be yep <laughs> they used mulch that contained pumpkin seeds <laughs> so all of a sudden like as soon as everyone was arriving at school for the fall all of these pumpkins erupted <laughs> all over bradley's campus it was hysterical very fun for the returning students that who is amazing liked throwing pumpkins around <laughs> oh no mm-hmm. that's fabulous yeah should we talk about the book <laughs> I think that we should. Yeah, we have to finish up part two of How to Flirt with a Naked Werewolf by Molly Harper's. Best book ever. Just Molly Harper's singular. I know, but I like to add S's on to things. I like to just recreate the title of a book, um, not understand the details of it. I mean, I get you. I get it. Let's see. Where did we leave off? We left off right after they banged for the first time and then mm. just shacked up over the oh, winter. We left off at the first frost party that we also started off with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is it time? Is it time? Is it time? Listen, we're really good at our jobs. Mm-hmm. So... Um, these aren't our jobs <laughs> these aren't our jobs <laughs> the thing is we are really good at our jobs this just isn't our jobs <laughs> all right it feels like nothing happens for a little while and then shit just kicks off right don't you think mm-hmm. yeah they're kind of like shacking up they're kind of like together for a while oh i know what happens what so they bone it out at the frost party all night long they get up in the morning they bang it out again in the morning time because yeah. one you guys one of the perks of werewolves is they don't need any recoup time that's right they, they can just right go back. and go and go so that day he has to go so cooper's job is he's a hunting guide so he has to take groups of people out and weirdly he says earlier that he takes groups of people out and then like gets them to a spot where there's no way they're actually going to be able to shoot the animal and he never really explains like why that is he's not like an animal rights person he slaughters caribou with his mouth (laughs) no i think it's i think it's because of the outsider thing he's like don't come up in here to like do a safari Yeah, basically, he's just like, you got to earn it. He said that once if they become repeat customers and Mm -hmm. they prove themselves to him a bit, then they'll put him he'll put him in better spots and blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, if they don't have a good first experience, like why would they come back to you? Why would they ever hire you again if they can't get an animal? And also people will ask around and be like, is this a good hunting guide? And everyone will be like, no, he's literally never had a successful hunt. (laughs) Anyway, that's not true, though. Anyway, so he has to go like take some doctors or something out on a hunt. And so she's Cooperless for like three or four days. And yeah. then one day he walks into <gasps> the. That's right. He, she's is, talking to Alan. It's Poor fucking Alan. devastating. He's Poor like, Alan. hey, I'm sorry I haven't been around lately. I'm sorry I've been distracted. Uh, Mo does not handle this well. This is no, upsetting Mo is so to mean. me. She's the worst. He's like, hey, Mo, I'm so sorry I've been distracted by this wolf killing and what wolf got Susie Q and I, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, it's okay, Alan. Don't worry about it. And he's like taking her hand and he's like, but are we, are we okay? And she's like, we're going to be fine, Alan. We're going to be fine. And Oof. he, of course, thinks like, oh, good. That means that we're means still we're on the right track. Going. Mo, let him down. I mean, let Mo. him down easy, but let him down. Be like, yeah. hey, I don't think it's going to work out. 
Alan. Yeah, we'll be really I good friends. Had crazy mind blowing sex on the evening of our date yeah. with Cooper. Yeah. I just was like, Mo. Mo. So anyway, meanwhile, Cooper walks in. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, also, I'm sorry. The <laughs> other thing that happens is Cooper, before he leaves on this hunting trip, tells her not to shower for the next like however long he's on this hunting yeah. trip because he wants her his pheromones to be like all up on, on her. her well and he doesn't say that he's just like it's a wolf thing i'll explain when i get back and at first she's just like fuck that and fuck you i'm gonna go get in the shower but then she yeah. turns on the water and she can't like, bring oh, herself to oh, get in i kind of yeah. like smelling like him too all right <laughs> and so he walks in she's ripe as hell she's super stinky and he walks in and she just like leaps on him like a bachelor she contestant boom. All around his waist, legs around his waist, smooching in, flies smooching. across that bar yep. and attacks mm-hmm. him. And Alan, Poor meanwhile, Alan, the uh, sexy forest ranger who did nothing wrong, nothing, <sighs> nothing. Maybe if he would have been a total asshole to her for the entire <laughs> time, like I was just like, Alan is the better. Cho- I get it, I get it. But no, I just wish yeah. she would have been nicer to him. That's all. I know. So then right afterwards, she's like, oh, what a sillykins I am and doesn't really care, though, because then Cooper looks over and looks at Evie and um, (laughs) she goes, hey, I'm going to take my break. And Evie's like, yeah, get out of here. Yeah. (laughs) So they leave. They drive right back to her cabin to bang it out some more. Yeah. She's like, drive fast. (laughs) Yeah. And um, he's like, I wanted you to have like the pheromones on you so that no man would come near you while I was gone. It's a little rough masculinity wise, but, you know, whatever. I didn't Uh, hate it. I didn't hate it either, but (laughs) I felt like I should have hated it. No, same. (laughs) For some reason, when it's a mythical creature, it doesn't count. Like for some reason, when it's a vampire or werewolf, I'm like, you get a pass. It's fine. (laughs) Can I read Um, one section? Um. Because they're at some point, I think it's actually earlier, but they're talking about um, his wolf form and that night that she was attacked. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, why didn't you tell me that you knew about the the thing or whatever? And he explains that he can't quite remember everything that Mm -hmm. happens in wolf form. Yeah. So he says, the first time I saw you, I thought I dreamed you up because the first time he saw her was in wolf form. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell whether it was a real dream or something I'd seen as a wolf. I used to do sweeps of your house at night. At first, I think it was just because you had all those animals tromping through your yard and the hunting was good. I remembered little things, picking up your scent near the house and feeling warm, calm. I wanted to flop down on the porch and sleep. I couldn't seem to stop myself from coming back over and over. I'm used to the compulsive instinctual side of my nature, but it was still confusing And that primal part of my brain was leading me here every night just to be near you. Also, all the food she was throwing out into the yard. Right. I mean, he he covered that. (laughs) Yeah. And then he goes, for the first time, basically, since leaving his pack, he was able to sleep, really sleep. And as I saw you more and more in my wolf form, I realized I always remembered you the next morning. Your face, Mm -hmm. your scent, the sound of your voice. They follow me back into my human form. You're my constant. You don't fade away. Oh, very werewolf articulate romance for such a, a rough guy. Werewolf <laughs> very, romance. Very articulate. <laughs> um, so they basically like their boyfriend, girlfriend. Now he's putting stuff in her cabin. He's got yeah. his T-shirts there. He's got his toothbrush there. 
Alan's fading into the background. She says he's not quite gracious, but he's he's okay. He makes some comments to her about like, I don't blame him. Oh, yeah. I mean, totally. Alan does nothing wrong this entire book. And it came out of nowhere. And yeah. she never truly articulates She never it even well said. Him. Yeah. So Dick knows. He just kind of goes up to her and he's like, J- I get it. I understand you're with Cooper now. But just so you know, if he ever like drops the ball on this, I'm going to be here. Because, like, I really do like you. And she's like, whatever, he's not going to drop the ball. He's the best. Right. And she's also like, the ball being me, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So the next thing that happens is they're, like, hanging out at the house. And then Mm -hmm. a wolf comes by. There's a wolf Uh outside. And And all he says to her is, Mm -hmm. stay in here. Do not come out. No matter what you hear, basically, like, I'll I'll be back. I've got to go check it out. Mm -hmm. So he phases into wolf form. And then all she sees outside are two wolves fighting. Right. <laughs> so she's like, ah! And she grabs the bear mace that Alan got her because once again, Alan is the most perfect gem of an angel. Mm-hmm. And she slimes down the offending wolf. First she wolf. kicks the other wolf in oh, the ribs. God. Yeah. Then she sprays him. Then yeah. he phases back into human form and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> this sucks and Cooper's like what the hell are you doing I thought I told you to stay inside and she's like he was hurting you and he's like this is how wolves say hello right. this is and my she's cousin also, she's also like when do I ever follow directions yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> you should have you should have explained things to me better so they hose off his eyeballs um, but he's a werewolf so he heals real he fast he heals immediately and this is Samson the cousin yeah. who's outstanding he's a great character he's um, excellent I like him better than Cooper. Uh, he's great. <laughs> um, and so, so he's basically like, "Your our grandfather is sick and he refuses to go to the hospital because he'd rather die than reveal the secret. Mm-hmm. And the only person we think he'll possibly um, re- listen to is you. You need to come back to home. And she's like, all right, let's get in the truck. And Samson's right. like, it'll actually be a lot faster if we run. Uh-huh. And she's like, well, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm coming I'm with you. I'm not a wolf and I'm right. coming. So what do you want here? Yeah. And so he's <laughs> just going to like jump in the truck and Cooper's like put on clothes by now. And Samson's <laughs> still like super naked. And Cooper's like, hey, Samson, can I get you like a, a blanket or, you know, some pants or something? Mm-hmm. Um, and Samson says, why cover up perfection? Samson asked, <laughs> winking at me. Now that Cooper had agreed to go home, he seemed to be sliding back into his natural persona, which apparently was a flirtatious goofball. And then she says, well, I don't allow bare ass cheeks on my car upholstery. So, like, <laughs> put something on. Um, but, it's like, Samson is always, like, bragging on his penis, which is really yeah. funny. Later on, he's like, you know, I really like you. And if um, if what's-his-name ever fucks it up, I'm definitely sliding in there. And, yeah. and she, she looks at him and she goes, uh, you forget that I saw you naked earlier and I think you would break me in half. So <laughs> I'm going to pass. <laughs> and he says that in front of his mom. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, God. Cooper and the mom is right just there. like, I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah, she's like, I've seen it too. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Um, So they go back. You assume that there's a book about Samson. There's not. Just. (gasps) Yeah, I know. I'm I'm devastated. Give me a novella at least. Can Mm -hmm. you circle back, please? Yeah. How dare she? 
So they go meet the family. Uh, she meets Cooper's mom, who's delightful. Cooper's yeah. dad died in a slightly heroic but also very tragic hunting accident where yeah. um, he got shot. Because a hunter thought he was a wolf. Well, yeah, because he, he was a wolf and he got right. aggressive. Like, it's a total justified no, kill, totally. but unfortunately it was Cooper's dad. Yeah. And so they basically talk to the whole pack about the whole hospital situation. Mo gets to know everybody. Everybody's delightful. We also they, meet the person standing in for Cooper as pack leader. Right. Eli. Cousin Eli. Yep. Yeah. And he seems like fine, but, you know. He really wants Cooper to come back. Yes. Um, everybody does. Like, that's yes. kind of the undertone here is we want Cooper to come back. But Cooper has told Mo that he can't go back. He hasn't really said why, but he's like, I heard a bunch of people. People died. I can't go back. Right. And then he kind of left it there. So they go out to the clinic because they've uh, convinced Pop Pop to go to the clinic. And then right out of the clinic comes Uh-oh. Maggie, Cooper's Maggie. sister, who Cooper's is a super bitch. Off <laughs> sister. She is so mad. He abandoned her. He yeah. left her. She's going to fuck him up. And like every time she comes within eyeball distance of her she like tries to rip him apart like it's a yeah. serious business and cooper never fights back he just sort of uh, deploys defensive maneuvers while she tries to like literally tear his kneecaps off and stuff mm-hmm. so they start crazy fighting while well, she starts crazy fighting he starts defensive maneuvering right because he never goes after her he just kind of lets her chew on him every exactly. time they fight yeah exactly so mo is just like you know what no Nobody has time for this. Cooper needs to go to the hospital with his grandfather to, like, mm-hmm. make sure he actually goes in. Also, Maggie's really hurting Cooper. Like, yes, he's that. super injured. Yeah. Yeah. So she goes in, gets a fire extinguisher, and just starts extinguishing them until mm-hmm. Maggie backs off, just covering yeah. them in white powder. And ahem, uh-huh. may I read a passage? Yes, please. So after she's hit her with the fire extinguisher and sprayed her, Maggie, I think, phases... Yeah, she phases back yeah. into human form. Um, so she's super naked. Um, <laughs> much like the unleashing, there's a lot of naked fighting in this book because yeah. they're all werewolves. Okay. It's out fighting. <laughs> back off, I warn her. You've made your point. Now back off. You're not the reason he came here tonight. Your grandfather's going to the hospital and Cooper's going with him. You can't do that if he's... He can't do that if he's handling your little hissy fit. Maggie sneered and advanced on me. Being shot with freezing cold fire suppressing chemicals again probably wouldn't improve her mood. But at this (laughs) point, I'd sort of cornered myself and the fire extinguisher was my only weapon. I supposed I could always hit her with it again. Maggie, Eli grunted, his tone far more authoritative than I would have thought possible. Don't. No one, this is Maggie. No one wants either of you here, Maggie snarled, ignoring Eli. You think you're special because Cooper brought you home to meet the family? What a joke. He doesn't care about this family and he doesn't care about you. When he's done with you, he'll run. That's what Cooper does. She then comes back. Mo comes back, calls her a hateful little bitch. Like it goes back and yeah, forth a little serious. bit. And then Maggie just fucking clocks her. Cold cocks her. <laughs> Oh, it says I swayed on my feet, but stayed upright, <laughs> managing to swipe an upper cross into Maggie's chin. She let out a snarl and hit me again right in the eye. So she hits her in the jaw and then in the eye. <laughs> I took some comfort in the fact that it was my head smacking back on the pavement that knocked me out and not the actual punch. No, it was pretty lame either way. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. 
So she wakes up and um, her his mom has a stake over her eye. And she's like, Jesus, is meat always the answer with you people? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, you can't sleep because we're worried you have a concussion and blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to go make you some food. And Mo's like, actually, I would like to go make the food because... I need to feel that's gonna useful. help me. I need to be on my feet. Like, please, please let me do that. She said the only way I that it. I, I can it. know whether I actually have a concussion is if I remember all the ingredients to a Denver omelet. A is Western that omelet. A Western omelet. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Which are, I think, the same thing. So I yes. think they are. Yeah. So anyway, it's really cute. They talk a little bit about why Cooper left, but they're like, really, he needs to tell you why he left. Um, she sees like really happy pictures of all of them. And they're like... Yeah, Cooper and Maggie were totally inseparable. She worshipped the ground he walked on, and he was always much more understanding than the usual teenage boy would be, that his sister was, like, basically his shadow. Mm -hmm. And it's all really sweet. And then Cooper shows back up and immediately takes her home, basically. But Mm -hmm. his mom is like, please visit any time. We love you. We really like (gasps) you. Oh, wait. Isn't this where he... Yes. So... They say you need to tell everybody about the um, the wolf attacks in Grundy because not mm-hmm. only now has it been Susie Q, it's also been two hikers that have gone missing. Yeah, missing and they hikers. Think missing hikers, blood everywhere, tracks. It's bad news. So Cooper, like, not only tells them what's going on, and he's like, they're on high alert for wolves, so you need to make sure the pack doesn't run there. But right. also, like, has anybody taken trips that haven't been cleared with anybody? Like, mm-hmm. and Eli is immediately like, you think a member of my yeah. pack would do blah, blah, blah. Anyone runs around, I know about it. So. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, sure. Oh, that's where Eli's like, oh, should we really be talking about this in front of, you know, her over there? And Cooper goes, she's my mate. Mm-hmm. Of course, we can talk about it in front of her. She's like, I don't really know what like, that means, but yeah, like, she's like, that seems a little bit more serious than girlfriend. So yeah, I don't know. Oh, we kind of missed on the way down there. He kind of accidentally said he loved her. Yeah, he said something about that's one of the reasons why yeah, I love you. So she she's like trying to release the tension, and she tells this hilarious story about her, you know, mishaps during her crazy childhood, and they're cackling. And he's mm-hmm. like, man, that is definitely one of the reasons I love you. And she goes, she goes, oh, because I'm willing to humiliate myself for you. Like, mm-hmm. that's why. He goes, they get out of the car and he like catches her and he's like, I love you. And yeah. she's like, okay, fine. Yeah, I love you too. <laughs> like, God, get, get out of my <laughs> yeah. face with this. It's really cute. Oh, this is also where because she, um, he actually introduces her to his grandfather as Maureen. Wednesday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, we're going to have to talk about that later. And he's like, no, we should probably just talk about it right now. And so they go back and forth a little bit. And we find out that her real name is Moonflower Freedom Refreshing <laughs> Breeze Joplin Duvall Wenstein. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. It's so good. So anyway, sorry. They then get in the truck and head back up to Cabins's. Mm-hmm. And it takes about an hour and a half, two hours to get there. He's really quiet the whole Silence, way. Silence. Everybody's awkward. She doesn't awkward. know what to do or what to say. So she just sort of lets it be silent. Mm-hmm. And then he stops the car. And all of a sudden, he it's just... It's on again. <laughs> it's on. He just attacks her. Like, 
crazy, grabs her, takes off her jeans, make, makes her straddle him. They're mm-hmm. doing a bunch of stuff. And then just as he comes, he like seriously bites her this time. Like it mm-hmm. bleeds. Yep. And and it's like right where the her the base of her neck meets her shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is that where she... No, he doesn't explain what that's about yet. He no. just does it. Yes. Yeah. You know what my favorite thing about this car sex was? Tell me. Is everything. when they're going at it and she's on yeah. top of him, she bangs her head in the wheel windshield yes. a few times and she doesn't give a shit. <laughs> no. And that is accurate. Yes. I really enjoyed that because there's no time that there's car sex no. there, but there isn't like a knee that goes somewhere that's like, oh, ouch. Man. So oh, yeah. I really appreciated. We've read a lot of car sex scenes in our... Yeah, where it's like the car doesn't exist around them. Yeah, I like really, Fifty really Shades liked. particularly was a very yes. small car and a very like big sex scene. And we were like, how does no one hit their funny bone on anything in this? I know. Yeah, she straight up bangs her head into the windshield like more than once. And it's uh-huh. just like, keep going, She's keep like, going. This is what's happening. <laughs> yep, it's fine. <laughs> um, so he, after that, morphs into a wolf and is basically like, I've got to go for a little bit. I'm going to head out. And she's like, okay, weirdo, like, go. Right. Then they, while he's gone, Alan finds the hikers and they're super duper dead. Just bones left of the hikers. Just yeah. bones and nuva rings. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yep. <laughs> sorry. That's... Have I told you that story? No. <laughs> no, but that was my favorite um, form of birth control. Yeah? I loved the nuva ring. It was great. That's that's a thing that will be left over in an animal attack in Alaska. I've learned animals do really? not like eating new rings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it'll mess that's with their fertility. Fact. I mean, yeah, I understand. I think they get it in their mouth and they're like, what? So it's just it's just bones <laughs> and new rings that get left over. Oh, boy. Um, bing, boom, bong, wildlife attacks with Aaron. <laughs> okay. So he finds the hikers. Um, I, they were all male hikers, I think. I don't. I yeah, yeah. I don't have care. Any rings on them. <laughs> um, they're dead. So I think the next thing. The, oh, Eli takes comes her- to visit her though first before the camping. Yes. yes. So Eli comes out and he's like, "Hey, where's Cooper? I want to kind of patch some things up that we said to each other while uh-huh. you know on the trip." And he's like, "You know, Cooper made the gesture to come out and visit us in the Packlands." I'm making the gesture to come out and visit him. And she's like, well, he's gone. And so he asked her to sit down with him at the saloon. And he's basically like, hey, he does listen. a bunch of posturing. Yeah. We want him back in the Packlands. And you're keeping him here in the Grundy. And we, I would really like you to kind of nudge him toward coming back. And what are uh-huh. you doing? What is happening? What are you doing? I was fixing my eyebrow. What do you want? How do you fix an eyebrow? My my hairs were crossed. You listen, oh. lady who doesn't have eyebrow hairs. This I've never known. <laughs> I didn't know because I've never had hairs. <laughs> I, I was marveling at it. Anyway, sorry. Melody kind of brushed her eyebrow and I was like, what's the point of that? But now no, I understand. You can really change the shape of yeah, your eyebrow if like, all your eyebrow hairs yeah. are pointing down. I'm, yeah. Cool. New new cool, eyebrow cool. facts. All right. Okay. So Eli, <laughs> Eli's basically like, I wouldn't want anything to happen to you, wink, wink, sort of thing. Like, yeah. he needs to move back to the Packlands. And she's like, well, in the meantime, you need to figure out who's fucking murdering people out here in Grundy. Right. And so they kind of come to an understanding of he's going to root out who's doing the murders and 
if she knows her own good, she'll yeah try to nudge him to go back to the Packlands. <sighs> so she's pretty pissed at him. Yeah, he just threatened her. Yeah. Not okay. So, so then Cooper's like, I have a surprise for you. I got a few days off from Evie for you, and we're going to go on a little tripsies together. Yeah. Mo gets real excited, like maybe yeah. they're going on a trip. And then maybe he's they're like, going no, to Anchorage. Maybe we're they're going to rent a penthouse. Yeah. So we're going <laughs> camping. And she's like, ooh. <laughs> okay. She's like, don't I do that every day in my cabin? Isn't that what? Like, mm-hmm. at least I have a stove in my cabin. So he takes her out, and it's really, really cute. And she says, um, We hiked longer than I'd ever chosen to walk in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And don't worry, guys, he brought one sleeping bag. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he's like, Okay, well, I'm going to go morph into a wolf and drag back a caribou so we can eat it. And she's like, Oh, man, I wasn't even thinking that he was going to like <laughs> slaughter animals on this and like drag him back to the campsite so we can butcher and roast them. And then he pulls out some hot dogs and some s'mores. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a much better idea. So he decides that so the reason he took her on this camping trip is he wants to tell her the history of why he left the pack mm-hmm. so here's what it is hb he was the new alpha of the pack he was young very young there was another pack from vancouver that uh-huh. came up to their area and launched an attack on their pack lands And they got Maggie, his little sister, who probably was like a teenager at the time, probably pretty young. And they had her and they're like, we're going to snap her neck unless you give us your pack lands because they'd hunted theirs dry. And Cooper just fucking froze and didn't know what to do. Yeah, Cooper was like, Cooper at first tried to be like, we'll share. Like, you can move here. We don't give a shit. Like, Mm -hmm. share with us. Yeah. And they were like, no, we want it all or right. nothing he describes how mm-hmm. maggie looks at him so like so oh. she's just looking at him with complete confidence that he will know what to do yeah. and then he and total is trust. total froze totally frozen and he sees the point in her face when she realizes that he doesn't know what to do and yeah. that like they've got her and they're gonna break her neck and she just yeah. loses all her trust in mind. him yeah, yeah. And so, since he's kind of frozen to the spot and doesn't know what to do, even though he's the pack leader and he's supposed to know what to do, Maggie starts just biting the guy who has her, morphs right. into a wolf, just starts going apeshit. And a melee ensues. Cooper yeah. just morphs as well, and he goes ham. There were like, thir- there were 13 of them total. There were mm-hmm. 11, there were 12 of them total. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> right in the middle there. I don't know why I couldn't get it. So there were 12 of them total. Everybody else in the pack tried to jump in and he kept mm-hmm. on snarling and snapping at them Cooper because he wanted to be the one to murdered, clean up his own mess. Yeah. Murdered 12 people. He killed people. 11 murdered of them. All of them. And then Maggie Even the got younglings. One. <laughs> I don't... Were there younglings? Yeah. No. It just so... This oh. conversation so reminded me of that conversation between Anakin and Padme in the Star Wars where he's like, oh, God. I murdered the younglings, Padme. Yeah. And she's like, all right, Asta loves you. It's fine. Right. Do you still want to stick it in me, though? Yeah. Uh, Padme. <laughs> Moe's very much like, it's fine. They were going to kill your sister. It's okay. And he's right. kind of like, I murdered 12 people. Yeah. <laughs> 
So um, that's what happened. So he felt like he didn't have enough self control, and he didn't know what to do when the time was. Yeah, he didn't have necessary. the wisdom. Yeah, so he left, and Maggie has never forgiven him for that. Yeah, or really anybody, but mostly Maggie. And he does mention that, like, the weirdest part about that attack was that they knew every single weakness possible. Mm -hmm. He was like, they must have staked us out for months because they knew when the patrols happened. They knew everything. Which is another failure of the pack leader. Like, he Uh didn't know at all that this was going on. Horrible. So then they hear some noises. Yeah, in the morning, they wake up and they hear noises. I can't, Melody. I can't deal with it. I know. And then they start they start packing up and Cooper's like this something's wrong, like something sm- smells off, something is off. I don't know what is happening. So they start walking and a little ways off the trail, they see sweet, beautiful, wonderful <gasps> cinnamon roll Abner. 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 And he is he's got he has own, been torn he's to got shreds. Hot tub. He'll keep her feet warm. <laughs> so funny. He's such so old. I couldn't deal with it. You guys. Uh, And so she cradles him in her arms and is trying to staunch the bleeding. And Cooper's like, it's too late. And she's like, no, he's still breathing. It's definitely not too late. Cooper's like, not for long. You can't go anywhere, Abner. I was about to take you up on your offer. What kind of girl could resist warm feed and cable TV? Abner smiled and the effort split his lip. He raised a feeble hand and patted my arm. Hmm. And then Cooper runs up to them as a wolf and Abner freaks the fuck out and dies yeah. because he uh, was attacked by a wolf, Cooper. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So push that total up to 13, Cooper, because uh, you straight it. murdered Abner. <laughs> no, he didn't. He died of shock. He didn't die of his wounds. I know. I know. Well, but he had been he had been attacked hours before. Like actually, he'd been laying there. Fourteen. For a long fatigue time. guy. He's probably up in the twenties. Actually, Stop because it. just he's in a werewolf, the, he can't help it. Just in the course of this book, he's murdered fourteen people. Listen, he's a mythical creature. I know. I'm just saying that he's underestimating his kill count. <laughs> he's like, I murdered twelve people, and I really kind of wish Mo would have been like. 14 yeah it's well 13 and later today it's gonna be 14 (laughs) um okay so they hike out he goes and gets alan and buzz and everybody to report the wolf attack and abner's death awful then he's just like he can't handle it anymore because he was like i was right there i was like i could have crawled out from underneath the blanket at some point and Mm -hmm gone out in wolf form and not remember it like he's convinced it's him now yeah because it keeps happening wherever he's at right yeah and she's like no you didn't do the hikers and he's like no i came back on my hunting trip to check on you because Mm -hmm. i was worried and then i ran back before any of the hunters woke up and she's like well fuck stick you could have told me that before. Yeah, but she's very much like, you weren't a wolf last night. I was with you all night. And he's like, yeah. you can't tell. You can't be sure of that. Yeah. Awful. Um, and since he knows that he is a mass murderer, he thinks that it's possible <laughs> that he has continued on the path of being a mass murderer. Right. Right. So he disappears. Legit leaves disappears and this is after like a public showdown where they have a public argument and she like slaps him yeah she slaps for him being stupid yeah 
And so everybody's like, ooh, trouble in paradise. Awkward. Small town awkward. (laughs) Yeah, Alan's got his fingers steepled in the corner. He's (laughs) He's ready to go. He's like, I knew this would happen. (laughs) Yeah. I knew that Flake Cooper would fuck up. So she's totally crazy now. And I love this line. It was as if I'd scheduled my day in terms of 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., generally pleasant person, 5.05 p.m. to 6 a.m., total basket case. Uh, I put on a brave face. I smiled. I served. I earned my living. I hurt. Either I couldn't sleep or I crashed and slept for 14 hours. I couldn't seem to eat anything, and the smells of food I was cooking turned my stomach. And I'm like, we have all been there. No, yes. I was like, she pregnant. That was what I haven't highlighted. Oh, I was like, I was like she she's heartbroken. Pregnant. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, she's also heartbroken, right? Yeah, but, but she is also pregnant. <laughs> yeah, but but the the insomnia and then sleeping for stretches, not being able to eat anything, not knowing like where mm-hmm. your emotional life is, that's pregnant. But she doesn't <sighs> figure it out for a while. She like bleaches yeah. all her sheets because she's so sick of smelling them around. Like, and then she's, she's super pissed. upset that yeah. she can't smell them anymore. <laughs> oh, and then also she ordered all these books from the internet about what it's like oh, to yeah. date a werewolf and then they all come <laughs> in the mail and she's like, God yeah. damn it. Fucking. She's like, it's too late now. Yeah, I'm not dating him anymore. Yeah, she's uh, she's stress baking. What do they call it? Her her misery yeah. triple chocolate brownies or something like mm-hmm. that. <laughs> so she's reading one of those books one night and it says uh, that breeds of wolves mate for life. And if one wolf in a breeding pair dies, it can send the other into a deep depression. The morning wolf wouldn't hunt wouldn't do anything to take care of himself until the pack had no choice but to just let him die. And this made no sense. She felt like that, but she wasn't a werewolf. (laughs) Um, And she's like, I certainly am not part of a breeding pair. Wait a minute. Breeding pair. Not eating. Constant fatigue. Nausea. Mood swings. Mentally, I counted back to last month. Shit. I was late. Several weeks late. And I hadn't even noticed. (laughs) She goes, this doesn't make any sense. I, I was the contraception queen. To keep up with Cooper, I'd taken to storing condoms in every room of our house. Clearly, Cooper's swimmers could not be contained by mere prophylactics. Stupid werewolf ninja sperms. <laughs> <laughs> but meanwhile, I was like, you didn't mention prophylactic at all during the truck scene. Fair. That's probably when it happened. There are dumbass. times when she does mention condoms, but that time I don't think she did. No, no. And and they're in his truck. He just mauls her. She yeah. goes with it immediately. That's totally when it happened. Oh, man. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> but also ninja sperms. Yeah. Yeah. So she's freaking out. She's totally pregnant. She goes out to see Gracie, who is Cooper's the mom. mom. Yes. At the Packlands. And... She's like, Cooper's gone. I don't know what to do. He took off. He thinks he's murdering these people. And Grace says... I think I'm pregnant, but I can't go get a pregnancy test because everybody in my small town will know immediately. Yeah. (sighs) It's awful. Um, But she's very compassionate. Yeah, and she calls the doctor to do a house call Mm -hmm. because Moe's like, I don't want to go to the clinic because then the whole pack will figure out something is going on. The doctor gives her a hand-typed pamphlet (laughs) that says what to expect when you're expecting a werewolf. A werewolf. (laughs) (laughs) It's a uh, shorter gestation period. That's all I remember. But yeah, she, oh, she's got double, extra, triple, super duper hormones going on because it's a werewolf in there, you know. Which I can't even imagine. My, My hormones were just already crazy pants i can't mm-hmm. imagine extra um and then <sighs> even then, worse 
fucking Maggie walks in. Maggie shows up. That and she's like, bitch. what's she doing here? Maggie demanded, flinging her arm toward me, missing my face by a scant few inches. Mo is a friend and more than welcome to come visit whenever she pleases, Gracie informed her coolly. Maggie turned on me. You don't belong here any more than he ever did. Did he make promises to you? Did he tell you that he loved you? Did he disappoint you? Join the club. She had already said oh, in the past confrontation that he that was going to leave, leave her. her because that's what Cooper does, she said. He runs, uh-huh. she said. So oh. Mo says, that's it, Scrappy-Doo. <laughs> <I love it. laughs> it's the best. <laughs> um so and she just tells her off and is like you know he's he's so depressed all the time because you cut him off and you're a bitch all the time and you need to put on your big girl panties and get the hell over it and maggie's basically like you don't even know what you're talking about and they have to kind of break him up oh but gracie says oh yeah gracie says you just wait for cooper he's gonna come back because yeah. he loves you and he's going to come back. He's just upset and thinks he's that he's gonna... a mass murderer because he is right about that. But he's not he's not the <laughs> mass he's not murderer. The current mass that's murderer. currently mass murdering. Yeah. Yeah. And th- but then after that, Eli talks to her and he says, the one thing I know about Cooper is that once his mind is made up, that's it. As much as I would hate to see you leave, I wouldn't wait for him. If you have somewhere you'd rather be or someone you'd rather be with, you should go. Uh huh. But Eli Fucking and Maggie Eli. don't know she's pregnant. Only Gracie right. does. Exactly. Um, so yeah. then then she goes home and she's moping around a bit. And then Alan shows up with like with burgers. Pizza. pizza. Something real scrumptious and adorable. Yeah. And he's wearing he's a like, baseball cap. Oh, my oh. weakness. <laughs> Alan. <laughs> and you know what it is? You he's, know what? What is it? Because do you remember the last forest ranger we read about? Oh, Drew. It's oh. poor Drew. And I just feel like she's <laughs> projecting Drew. And I know that Cooper's better in this book, but I just picture Drew. That's all. Poet soul. Soup forest maker. ranger Drew. Yeah. <laughs> Soup and pie maker. Ah. Anyway, so he brings her a pizza. And he's like, hey, so Cooper's dropped the ball. Remember? Here I am. Here I am. And she's like, Alan, I'm pregnant. And he goes, no, not before she smooches him. Oh, I forgot they smooched. I thought they he smooched. tried to smooch her. Yeah. They, no, they smooched. She smooched him back. And then she was like, yeah. you know what? I shouldn't do this because Cooper and I didn't really like break up necessarily. Like we're still in kind of a weird place, even though he's not here. And I'm pregnant with his dog baby. And he's like, I will raise that dog baby for you. <laughs> I, I will know. raise it. I don't know why Alan loves her so much. Alan loves her. I mean, she's the first wet vagina <laughs> that has been in the vicinity, like in years. Maybe I don't think Other than I would Lynette. raise a dog baby for anybody. I well, don't. He doesn't think. know about the dog part, Aaron. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just like, I'll raise Cooper's uh, uh, forgotten spawn. That's yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. Then we can add spawn of our own. It'll be great. And because he's just a good dude and he knows that genetics doesn't matter when when there's love. That's true. (sighs) All right. So. But. She rejects him once again. Soundly Mm -hmm. this time. Mm -hmm. She's just like, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, she rejects him for the first time, actually. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) That's true. Then, like clockwork, because another man's pissing on his territory. Cooper comes running in from the forest after Alan leaves. 
Mm-hmm. And he just like hops right on her and is like, I miss you so much. I love they you do so more much. Fireplace sexes. Yeah, some I'm makeup so sorry sexes. I left you. And then and after, this time he while he comes, he bites her insanely hard. Yeah. The, like she bleeds again. It's crazy. And she's like, okay. Maybe you can tell me why you keep doing that. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh, it's the sign of the mating. It's the yeah. sign that the you're my scar mate." Says you're mine, and no mm-hmm. one else can mate with you. And she's like, "Oh, like a pimp? Like you're <laughs> yeah. branding me? Like I'm yeah. a lady in one of your stables?" <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, pretty much. Like I also pissed on your doorstep, basically." Oh my God, he pissed on her doorstep right before he disappeared, so that other males would know it was his territory. Oh my God. I would hate him if he wasn't a mythical creature. I know. Um, but then <sighs> he says, um, marking you is best for the baby. And she's like, how did you find out? And he's like, my mom called me and that's why I came home. And then and she's like, it is World War Three. Like, yeah, she is I, fucking yes, not because she's there like, for that. I wanted, I wanted you to come back for me. Mm-hmm. And and now you're here just because you know I'm I'm carrying your wolf pup. Like, mm-hmm. get the fuck out of here. I don't yeah. need your help. I will do this on my own. You should want me. And then we can build a family together. Not you just want to keep. Uh, mm-hmm. You just want ownership of the genetic material in my womb. Get yeah. out of here. So she kicks him out. And then he just is standing outside the door and he's like, I'll just, I'll stay out, stay out here, here. then. And then she doesn't say anything. And he's like, love you. And she doesn't say anything. <laughs> and then he just wolfs out and curls up on her front doorstep her and door. just waits. Um, And he just and so keeps the next sleeping week, out there. Yeah. Week, you guys. Yeah. She keeps on leaving in the morning to go to the diner. Stepping over back him. At yeah. yeah. <laughs> coming back at night to him in wolf form again. At one point, and then a week later, she sees that there's just like wildflowers pulled up by the roots all mm-hmm. over her doorstep. And he's sitting there like wagging his tail next to her. And she's like, fuck. All right. I guess what's we can next? Talk. A dead squirrel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then they talk it out. And he tells her that when he bit her real hard in the car, that he that was his mating thing and that he can't mate with anybody else now. And so he knows like he knew that when he disappeared. Right. So he knew that he would never, ever find anybody else attractive ever again. So like he wasn't even thinking about someone else. Right. That was his mate. Mm -hmm. He was just going to spend the rest of his life celibate and miserable. Right. Because he didn't want to hurt her. He didn't want to murder anybody else. Yeah. No, well, he didn't want to murder her. <laughs> exactly. Like, he can't really control what he does yeah, if he's he just a mass He can't really wolf. promise no more murders. But yeah, he, he doesn't. He's got, he's got wolf amnesia. Yeah, like, yeah. He just wanted to make sure it wasn't her blood on his claws. His, yeah. His canine teeth. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, Mel just made the best wolf face I think I've ever seen. And it was all lower teeth. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. He also, during this conversation, this was my favorite part. He goes, I know I don't have the right to ask, but why do I smell Alan in here? And she's like, you're right, I told him softly. You don't have the right to ask that. <laughs> anyway, um, ah, I so like that. 
So then they're back on. It's on TM. Alan's fucking devastated. Oh, man. <laughs> they're at the Alan's Blue just Glacier. Yeah. Oh, poor guy. So she's talking to him at the Blue Glacier. She's talking to Alan. Yeah. Um, uh, Cooper's gone off on a wolf hunt. Mission. And Alan gets a call that somebody shot the wolf. The wolf has been yes. shot. They got the wolf. Well, Cooper's on his hunting. Like, he's working as a hunting oh, okay. guide. I didn't Sorry. know if he was wolfing or hunting. But either way, no. he's out. Yeah. Either way, he could absolutely be a wolf. So she's freaking out. She needs yeah. to go see this wolf. She turns to Lynette, the shitty waitress who's always oh, so I shitty to her. This. Lynette thought she was the hottest thing in town before Mo moved in. She wasn't, but this is the right. vendetta she has in her head. She's never, she always calls her like, hey, you. She always yeah. messes up the tips. She always like is just super rude. She's always being lazy and taking off early and Mo has to take over for her. So yeah. <laughs> Lynette strolled through the door preparing to flirt with Alan. I caught her arm and pulled her with me as I headed toward the door. Lynette, I need you to take over bar duty. The lunch rush is over. Pete's taking care of the dishes, and I need you to keep an eye on things for a little bit. It's my day off, Lynette scowled, jerking her arm out of my hand. I snarled, backing her into a wall. Serious. <laughs> uh, oh, no, I lost it. Backing her into a wall. Now you listen to me. I put up with your bullshit for almost a year. Your lousy attitude, your piss poor work ethic, and the fact that you take more than your fair share of the tip jar on more nights than I can count. And despite the fact that I've gotten to cover for you, I've never said anything. But so help me God, if you don't step up to the plate this once, I'm going to tell Buzz about all those butt prints I found on the shelf in the walk-in <laughs> freezer. Lynette Blanche, you know that was me? Well, I didn't know now, or I didn't know then, but I do now, I said, <laughs> throwing an apron at her. Take drink orders, collect on tabs, do your damn job. Lynette nodded, and I stalked out the door. So I just, good. Mo can tell somebody off real good. Like, Scrappy-Doo uh -huh. was outstanding. Scrappy-Doo. Butt prints, oh, yeah. outstanding. Ah, um, so then she's like, I don't know who to call, because Cooper's not answering. Mm -hmm. um, she doesn't know who to call, so she calls Eli. She's mm -hmm. like, Eli, I need your help. He I gave need her to... his cell phone number when yes. she left because he was like, if you need anything from the pack, let us know because right. you've got the pregnancy. Um, okay. No, no. Well, no, he doesn't know that, though. Oh, so, right, right, right. He doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just wants to He's just, be the know, person. Being a nice guy. Yeah, nice, nice, nice guy, this Eli. So he meets her at the place where the wolf carcass is supposed to be. And mm -hmm. they, they hike in so that nobody sees their vehicles. And on their way in... She's like, I'm just so worried. Like, she lets slip that she's carrying his wolf pup. And mm -hmm. uh, Eli's like, I did not know that. Yes. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So they break into the barn and they pull back the curtain and or the, the tablecloth or whatever that's over the body. And she's like, oh, my God, thank goodness. And Eli goes, God Fucking damn son it. of a bitch. <laughs> Nobody can do anything right. And like flips the table. He, he launches into the most villainy villain speech <laughs> of all time. All like, time. I mean, I was here for it, but it is the most unbelievable villain monologue I think I've ever read. I was here no, for but, it. I was fine I with was it. I was too. Not to mention, I was especially fine with it because Mo was like, here's the thing. There's a villain monologue, and then there's a villain monologue where the villain is also slowly 
taking off all of their clothes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So he's like, God damn it. Like, no one can do anything. I can't believe they murdered, like, a regular wolf. Just, and, just a regular wolf. Yeah. And he's, like, stripping down. And she's like, this is super awkward. I like, don't like, what this. is he doing? <laughs> she's like, okay, clearly he's evil, but I'm locked in this barn with him and he's getting uh, real naked. She's looking over his shoulder to the trank gun that's on the wall, mm-hmm. and he's explaining to her that he's been the person, the wolf, that's been attacking all the people. He's been setting up all this stuff so that hopefully somebody would take Cooper out in their wolf craziness so that he could officially take over the pack. because. Right. He might be interim leader, but everybody treats him as interim leader. Right. And actually, this started way before. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a failing on Cooper's part that he didn't notice them. them um, the, Vancouver the pack that came yeah, to attack them. Because they didn't do that. They just got all of their inside information from Eli. Right. So that Eli, because he's been planning different ways to dethrone Cooper for years. Right. He's also been the person that's been feeding poison into maggie's ear to keep her really Mm -hmm. upset and keep cooper away yeah he thought maybe maggie would kill him for him um if he kept being like cooper's the worst cooper betrayed you cooper's terrible um as she was kind of growing up also Hmm. before any of this happened maggie showed up to be like hey my mom and i had a talk yeah yeah, i'm a dick nose they had to to make up with cooper yeah yeah and so she went off to find cooper and that all happened before. Okay. Yeah. So she has been dialing Cooper over and over again. And on their walk in, she was like, hey, I'm meeting Eli. He's going to help me. We're going to be here. God, I hope you're alive. If you're alive, please come look at this wolf with us. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, yeah. bye. And so he's still naked monologuing. Yeah. And he, <laughs> he's, it's like, so he's kind of like phasing in and out of wolf and man because he's so pissed, yeah, but he's clearly yeah. preparing to phase into wolf and murdelate her, but he's got to do all his exposition first. So right. part of it is he, he's man and he sits down on the concrete and she's like, at this point, my only comfort was that the concrete had to be extremely rough on his bare ass cheeks as he was sitting there. <laughs> anyway. Well, and because he's like, now I have to make sure that you're dead because I know that Cooper mm-hmm. will never leave his spawn. So you got to go. And like, he'll be so heartbroken that he'll just disappear forever. Right. So he's fully preparing to murder her right then and there. Um, at some point, I think the thing that really pisses her off is it clicks with her that he murdered Abner. Yes. Like, I think that's the thing that she's like. Yeah. Nope. So she just screams, you son of a bitch, and just like goes uh-huh. nuts on him. Um, it doesn't work out for her. <laughs> no, oddly enough, no. the mere human mortal he, isn't uh, strong enough. goes for her throat. He backhands her, bangs her head into a cabinet. Uh, the impact knocks. Oh, she had gotten a wrench and she was trying to, she was going to like get him with the wrench, but he knocked away the wrench. Um, and she says, note to self, stop picking fights with werewolves. It can't be good for this baby. <laughs> so da, 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 they fight for a little bit. And then, then Cooper oh, and Maggie storm in what? I'm sorry. She also called no. him an asshole. And he was like, Mo, your language. I thought you were like a good Southern girl. And she was like, obviously, you haven't met a lot of Southern women. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> So good. I liked it. Um, yeah. So and then 
Cooper and Maggie show up. <laughs> Sorry. I've done that like 25 times to you this episode, too. I'm no, sorry. No, not at all. <laughs> they rush in and they're going to murder oh, yeah. him good. And um, I love this part because Maggie, they're both wolfed out. Yeah. And Maggie goes and like corrals her into a corner. And Maggie yeah. realizes that it's her job to keep his mate safe. And it's just so sweet because she's been so toxic and awful to Mo this whole time. Mm-hmm. But she's yeah. obviously turning a new leaf our Maggie. Yeah. Ugh. So they murder him. Um, oh, and then yeah. it murder says dead. Uh, so 15. Um, so Cooper stumbled toward me. He wrapped <laughs> his arms around my waist and pressed his face against my stomach. I stroked his back and murmured, I know this is a bad time for I told you so. And he, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he grumbled. You were right. I wasn't homicidal. Well, until just now. Um, I was wrong. And she says, let us hope that all of our arguments can end this way. <laughs> I said, rubbing a soothing hand down his still tense muscles. It's nice. Um, yeah. So happy ending. Good stuff. Um, also, Maggie's little explanation of like, I'm so sorry. Eli's been poisoning me against Cooper for years and I just figured it out. And she uses the phrase, Eli, I let Eli blow so much smoke up my skirt that I'm surprised I don't have ass cancer by now. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Mojas is like eloquent. <laughs> nice. I dig it. Well, but then there is a very concerning epilogue. <laughs> what do you mean? What oh. do you mean concerning? Um, her mom, who she's been oh, yes. running yeah, from sure. her whole life. <laughs> yeah. She thinks it's going to be a week-long visit, and then they just keep on unloading boxes and bags and boxes <laughs> yeah. and bags, most of which are labeled organic perishables, off of the plane. And she's like, so, uh, that seems like a lot for a week. Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, no, no, dear. You're going to need people around in the weeks and, and months leading up to the baby's arrival, and yeah. maybe after. After, too. So... Our, it's we've a four just month gestation period, so it can't be. They said there were six weeks left. Oof, oof. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> but what it does show is that her relationship with her parents is much better now that they've had some distance. Because instead of like going up into her life and being like, "You're married to this guy who's like, let's face it, probably a Republican. You're like still living bah. up in Alaska. You're eating all the meat. You're do- you know all these things that she had disapproved of. You're cooking food instead of working in a sensible job. All that." Um, uh-huh. she's just like, you look so healthy, you look so happy, you know, I'm so glad you found somebody, no, you know. all of that is true. Yeah. She, she still does all of the homework things that her mom has been doing her whole life. And as a person, here's the thing, my mom lives in Oregon. I moved away when I was 18, and I, I moved away gleefully, I guess is a good way uh-huh. to put that. Here, here's my thing. My mom and I have a really great relationship when there's 3,000 miles separating mm-hmm. us. But I have also learned that my visits can be no longer than five days because at day four and a half or so, Mm -hmm. things can go nuclear at a moment's notice. (laughs) Like that is. So I'm looking at this going. Maybe for Mo and her mom, it's like seven weeks. They're still going to be there. (laughs) I just don't think so. Also, I just don't think so. She got her. She liberated herself by moving to Alaska. And now her mom is 
showing up without consent to move in for months. Like, no. (laughs) No. Also, my other thing is, I never, ever would have agreed to a trip while I was still pregnant. Like, no, no, no. You may come and visit the baby. Yeah. After I have had it. Uh (laughs) But like... Yeah, it's dumb on most part. She really yeah. never learns. I don't think she agreed to the visit, though. Well, she knew their arrival date. Like, oh, she yeah, knew I guess. they were okay. coming. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, she okay. picked them up from the from the Bush airport. Like, <laughs> they yeah. knew. Uh-huh. <laughs> there okay. was some version of consent there. And it should not have been six weeks before the baby. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> that, that's rookie mistakes here, Mo. All right. All right. Aaron. I love this book. Yes. Thank you. Are you going to read the next two? It's a trilogy. Well, I probably. I've already I've already read the snippet that's included in this book and I think I'm the seconds snippet, away from one clipping the second book. Well, the one snippet clicking. that's included HB's at the end of this book is the third book. I don't know why. What? I'm oh. not sure. The next book is this was how to flirt. Yeah. I don't remember the name of the second book off the top of my head, but the, the third the one. The snippet it, from here is How to Run with a Naked How to werewolf. Run with a Naked Werewolf is definitely book three. Oh, okay. Well, fair enough. The second one is about Maggie. Oh. Maggie is the heroine, and the hero is a scientist that has come up to Alaska. He's like a wolf scientist that has heard about the weird wolf shit going on in this area, and he wants to start Hot. tracking the wolves around. Yeah, he's a like a nerdy little nerd man, and Maggie is. Uh-huh. Um, you've met Maggie, and then I mean, uh, Maggie is fiery. She's basically oh. an Amazon werewolf. Yeah, and then the like third it. one is about uh, Cooper's cousin Caleb. Who I think Caleb. I think Caleb is the right word. Not um, Samson, though. No, not Samson. And uh. Caleb is a bounty hunter who kind of like goes all around tracking people and like a girl who's on the run from her past yahoo yep and she's a doctor and so she comes into the pack lands and is a wolf doctor hot Mm -hmm. i'm into it why did i just put a cracker in my mouth i don't know why i don't know we're not done we're not done i was hungry (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry all right aaron do you has a lady love i do Remember when my lady love was don't get vitamin A poisoning? Remember that? Oh, no. Because of the gummy vitamins? No, yes. it's okay. All right. Okay. I found these gummy vitamins at Costco <laughs> that are uh-huh. called Smarty Pants gummy time vitamins. And they, the lady, the sample lady handed me one. And I was like, that's an okay gummy vitamin. And she's like, they've all got, they've got all your folic acid and all your B12s and stuff mm. in there. And I was like, oh, that's nice. You know, it's nice yeah. to have a full scale multivitamin. So I looked at the thing because it's Costco. So it's going to be affordable. Looked yeah. at the thing and um, the serving size for this gummy vitamin. Guess. Uh, normal? One? Five? Six. No! Six per day. <laughs> So listen, guys. How do you do that? Don't know, don't care. But here's the thing. (laughs) When I was eating the normal gummy vitamins, and I was like, I can't just eat one. I have to eat six. (laughs) And then I got vitamin A poisoning because I'm a fucking moron. (laughs) 
I bought these guys. I eat six in a day. I'm like, you can just snack on them. I got all my vitamins. This is the best. It's got <laughs> calciums and all kinds of stuff. They're called smarty pants. So oh, if you've got the boy. same uh, worry, like vitamin poisoning worries that I have, mm. you need to get these ones at Costco. I dig it. Six gummy serving. <laughs> Still, some days I'm like, oh, have I eaten all my six? Still, well, I have a little bit of an issue. I love the NuvaRing because I am not a person who can do the same thing at the same time every day. Like, I My cannot be trusted. You love the NuvaRing because you're just snacking on <laughs> birth control oh, pills no, every day. No, no. Yeah, mm, so good. <laughs> no, no. You can't just eat the placebos like that. They're made of sugar, they're a little bit yeah, sweet. But then, <laughs> no, that's so confusing. No. When do I stop? Like, I just, I can't. So then, um, like, I just, I cannot be trusted with birth control pills. And I know this about myself. So that's why I love the Nuvering. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would have sort of the same yet opposite problem with the gummy vitamin. I would not be able to remember how many I have eaten mm-hmm. if I didn't, like, I would need to, like, take six out in the morning and be like, this is my candy snack for the day or something. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I, that's what I do. I take six out. I would out. forget. Okay. But then I, sometimes I forget if I did, you know? Because I'll like have a meeting oh, or something and I'll be like, did I take my six multivitamins this morning or was I thinking about yesterday? <laughs> You're still going to end up with vitamin A poisoning. No, it's going to be fine. <laughs> it's going to be fine. Gonna, I'm going to circle back. You're going to circle back to this in three months. No. <laughs> You're going to be like, guys, no. I also abused these ones. <laughs> um, okay, so I asked you if you have a lady love. Mm-hmm. I can't really you know what mine is dark chocolate that's my lady love i have been craving dark chocolate i was craving dark chocolate so much today that i didn't have anything in the house and so i ate a protein bar and that is not the way you should deal with a dark chocolate craving because <laughs> that is <laughs> so that's a that's a meal replacement. Yeah, well, you know how good I am at sticking to the replacement portion of any diet. It just sure. doesn't happen. It just mm-hmm. ends up being an additional protein bar. So, anyway, so my lady love is dark chocolate. Keep some around, or keep whatever you usually crave around, so that you don't replace it with stupid things <laughs> like protein bars. Or gummy vitamins. Yeah. All right, Erin. Where can they find us? At Heaving Bosoms on Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. That's a new um, social media there's, for grandmothers. There's only knitting and cat photos yep. on Instagram. <laughs> um, at Heaving <laughs> underscore Bosoms on Twitter. Uh, Heaving Bosoms Podcast on Facebook. Heaving Bosoms Podcast Geriatric Friendship Cult. If you want to be in the closed Facebook group where everybody is super, super fun. God, they're awesome. HeavingBosomsPodcast.com. Is that it? I feel like that's it. And the Patreon. If you want to listen to our bonus episodes, you can contribute to the Patreon at any level. We'll also send you stuff in the mail if you um, contribute at different levels. At the higher levels. Yes. Yes. All right. So, keep being a badass. Love yourself as much as you love giving a free pass to any mythical creature (laughs) for mass murder (laughs) and misogyny. For anything. Yeah, really anything. (laughs) Yep. Yep, that's it. All right, cool. I will talk to you later, Brosif. All right. Bye, Mel. Bye. 
Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah! Lilas! Okay, back to the show.